Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. It's now time for Good, Bad and Ugly on Fridays in the Top End. It is time for the NTFL's Good, Bad and Ugly. Robbie, this is your domain, mate. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the good or the ugly? No, I reckon we start with the good and we just smash through it. Yeah, let's do it. So, my good's Buffaloes. I like that one. Yep. They won a game that many didn't um, have fancy for them. Uh, the betting mob put up put them up at juicy odds mm. as well. They gained a few Nightcliff boys who all played vital roles against their former club, except Riley didn't play. Having Mitch Robinson for the season is a massive get for them, and they don't seem to have a clear weakness, although I'd like to see Big Ben back because I feel against Tars, Saints, and Districts, he will be required. So by Big Ben, we're talking about Ben Archer, are we? Yeah, yeah, Big Arch. Um, One of the competition's best performed ruckman last year, of course, made the representative team. Hey, I think that's a pretty good analysis on the Buffaloes. I think an informed Jared Stokes looks so much better with Mitch Robinson alongside him. Jed Anderson, still the big unknown. I think uh, he'll be Gold Coast Suns, but, you know, you never know with AFL footy. If he misses out and joins that Buffaloes midfield, I think... Robinson, Brew, Stokes, Anderson, Pendlebury, the list goes on. We're suddenly, I'm thinking, down Buffaloes, and obviously I'm a bit biased here, so tell me if, I'm, yep. if I've got this wrong, but I'm starting to think the P word, premiership, could be something that could be spoken about, maybe. Well, yeah, well, when we... Me In the window. Had, yeah, when they one year's lost that grand final by a point, me and you had a lot of arguments, mm. and... I was pretty adamant in my way that, you know, buffs weren't as good as they were. And then once he's made that grand final loss by a point, I sort of thought, geez, you guys are an a very young side. But the group has just not has just not come along since no. then. But maybe now it could be the turning point for the group if they win this weekend as well. I think a big one, Rob, is I'm a big believer, and it's a bit harsh here, but you always need really good flying players, like really mm. good players from down south. And I know you can win them without it, but buffs that year had like... Uh, Todd Miles, Ryan O'Sullivan, and a handful of others who was just in such great form. Joey Anderson was pretty fresh off his Sandville career. I reckon this is the best contingent of fly-ins that Buffs have had in the last five or six years. So, you know, your Pendlebury Brew, Tommy Jock, uh, Mitch Robinson doesn't count as a fly-in player, but, you know, he's come into the club this year. So I think that top end, I think that Buffs' top five players can match it with any team's top five players. Is that how you read it? Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah. And, the, and there's some inside balls that they've, they've struggled for before as well. And they've had those lower level sort of inside mm. players. Now they've got some real good, like, they've probably got the best mid on, on, you know, one of the best mid. And the bad. The bad sort of Palmerston's timing. The yeah. stars might have aligned that the game fell against St. Mary's. But if I was coaching a side and had a massive marquee game, I wouldn't have primed it up against St. Mary's. When you get all these points exemptions and things like that happen, Saints use that power and energy and force that into them for them. I think they lost more than they gained on the weekend, and I'm just unsure if they play finals now. I just seem double chance seems unlikely for mine now, and which means like it's just another season making up the numbers in his fourth or fifth. Raf, Rob, do you think that was by design? Do you think that they looked at the fixture and thought, "Hey, we want to play St Mary's in this marquee game." You know, they they earmarked it as a game that they could have made a big statement, but they weren't able to make that statement. Obviously, mm. Josh Heath has a long history with St Mary's. I think. He would have envisioned, imagine getting Ablett, imagine getting Stokes, and imagine having a big win. That's going to really kickstart Palmerston's premiership push, Raf. 
It seems that way of the game. Mm. You might lose so high, so it's Stokes. You yeah. Underdone and out, out of place. He, mm. he, so, yeah, I think the timing, like Rob just... There's no easy in. kicks against St Mary's, Raph. There's no yeah, easy... Yeah, that's the thing. Like I mm. Rob, we will get to your ugly after a break, but where does that leave Palmerston right now? You did say that you don't think they'll get the double chance. They are currently in your... Oh, well, I won't ruin your power rankings. We'll leave that till later. But yep. do you think they make that fifth spot? It's going to be a bit At of a battle. At the moment, I've got Nycliffe, but... Yeah, I just don't know. Like, I think they should have primed that game against like a Buffs or a Crocs or someone like that. It's a sort of line ball game where there could be a great chance to win. Play them uh, against Tiwi. Yeah, even to, yeah, but I sort of think it more like a game that's fifty-fifty yeah, okay, yeah. for them and that sort of thing. But yeah, yeah I don't. I, I've got them probably finishing six now just because of the former Buffaloes and Nycliffe dropping off a bit. But I think Nycliffe should be strong enough to hold on to fifth. Really, really interesting stuff. Rob, I'm looking forward to your ugly. You normally go bang with this one, so we'll get to that very, very shortly. Plenty more to come here on SEN Fridays at the Top End. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin. We will love your listing. Welcome back to SEN Fridays in the Top End, 16, a.m. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin. We will love your listing. Rob, one of my favourite segments every week is the good, bad and ugly. You have gone through the good, which is the Darwin Buffaloes, the bad, which was Palmerston's timing, playing Gary Ablett against the Juggernaut, that is St. Mary's. I'm interested in your ugly. Okay, so what must what goes up must come down, boys, mm. and I think it's Nycliffe. Yep. 15 goals, 31 last two weeks. Well-resourced club. Three losses in a row now. It, it's real now. They don't have the same scare factor as, as previous years. I feel the club needs to freshen up at the top, play some kids and strengthen that base back up. Get some genuine minutes into these kids as well. Don't just play them on the fringes. Get, you know, get them into the midfield. Two best players in Prem's reserves aren't in this week as well, which must mean they've got a massive point issue or something down there mm-hmm. because they've brought in a couple of like zero pointers from the resis. And the club may, may need a season and a half to reset. Very interesting. Rob, I think yeah. another one that you didn't speak about too is the fact that Chris Bucks has signed to coach in Cairns. What is the future of the coaching structure at Nycliffe? Because I think personally, you know, for coaches in waiting, and, and I don't want to throw you under the bus here, Rob, but I, I reckon you're one of the better coaches in waiting, I suppose, in the next sort of three or four years, uh, maybe even sooner, to get into that NTFL Premier League. Nycliffe seemed like a well-resourced club, one that would be attractive to coach. Um, plenty of juniors, plenty of talent on their disposal. Does that seem like an attractive job? Would it be something that you'd be interested in? And do you think, before we, before we you know, stamp Bucksy's papers, is, is he looking at moving on? I think he could be looking to move on, but I'm just not too sure on who they're sort of going after. It's definitely a job that I'd be interested in, just depending on what direction they want to go in. Because as we're seeing now, and as as you've seen with the point system with them, they're back in a hole that's similar to when my old man took over, where they've got they can't play their best side now. So they're going to have to have 18 months where they reset, play some zero pointers, and play some kids and get that development happening. Mm. The Tigers, probably the first time they've been in the ugly column for a long, long time. They've just been so successful over the last couple of years. Mm. Uh, is there such thing as a rebuild in Territory footy? Is that something that the Tigers will have to look at doing? How do you do it? Obviously, the point system uh, is another hurdle when clubs are trying to go you know, and rapidly advance up the ladder. How do the Tigers do it? Yeah, I think it's going to take a lot of trust. You're going to have to back in that some of these kids are going to be ready to go, um, and they're going to have to just yeah just lower them points down, get in some southerners that are going to commit for a few years, which is always hard to dictate if that's going to happen or if players are going to you know, life changes. Plenty more to come here on SEN Fridays at the top end, 16, 11 a.m. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin, we will love your listing. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.